3: Live.
4: Yo, what's up, what's up? You know, you're in tune to the three-time National Award-winning P.O.U.T. Radio, and we are here this week with Hot Topic Tuesday with myself, the digital DJ, Dub Seeds, along with my co-host, Max Spager and Benita Austin. What's up, team? What's going on?
2: Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I am chilling and chilling. You know. That's
4: what's up, sis. That's what's up. Man, so, so so I mean, what's been going on in the life in the life of, of Miss
2: Bonita <laughs> Oh, you wanna know all my secrets, Dub?
4: Yeah.
2: And <laughs> see, that's my way of saying when I say, "Oh, you know, I'm chilling." That's like how it. I, you know, why I purposely say that so I don't have to tell you the rest. Because <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm be trying. Sometimes, sometimes a lady can't reveal all her secrets.
4: That's what's up. You know what? And we don't. And we, as men, we don't respect that.
2: Yeah, but it was a good day today, though. I had to take it off because I had some personal matters to deal with in the morning. And then so I decided, you know, I'm taking the whole day, got my nails done, relaxed a little bit, went to a meeting, spent some time with my shorties. You know, it's all good. Oh, that's what's up. All oh, good. Yes.
1: Yeah, Anita has shorties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Matt, let's <laughs> <move.
1: laughs> so change Like, all right, Shawnee's, my generation, might need something different. <laughs>
2: like, See, that's, I'm looking that's like, You know, we got, got several generations here. We are. Uh, There's like 10 years between each one of us, isn't there? Hey, right? Right? Like, hey. Oh, No, no. There you might be going. like only a few years between me and Dub and like 20 years I'm 21. I don't know. Like, I
1: know <sighs> Dub's got
2: I know that that's a Matt, I got a I have a I daughter a that's twenty one.
1: I'm one hundred percent baby.
2: Yeah. So did you have a good day today, Matt?
1: Yeah, I had a absolutely lovely day. Um I was very blessed to be able to perform for the campus board of activities. Um they let me perform in the union. Um I got to do an hour during everyone's lunch. Um, and you know, it was it was a really fun time. I had I got to yell at the top of my lungs and uh, drop some knowledge. I even did my dissertation which has a made up cuss word in it. So I was feeling pretty bold about myself. Um and it was a great time. Shout out to um, Annie Glover for putting that on um, and letting me do that and uh my thing and then after have that
0: with technical difficulties.
4: We have some technical difficulties, but we are back and all I can say is I don't know who the heck would be waiting. You wait till the middle of my show to start wanna call me. Comment down. Let's stop. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yo, everybody that's tuned in on Facebook Live, we'd like to welcome you tonight. We're gonna get it in. We got a nice topic tonight. Hey, team, y'all ready to get this topic started? Yes. Yeah, sir. absolutely.
0: That's yes,
4: what's sir. It yes, in. Sir. It's almost sounds like a ghost town. Nobody said, I'm like, uh oh, am I by myself? <laughs> 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 so tonight we're talking about in laws. Everybody can relate to whether you're married or whatever it is. Everybody can talk about in laws. Mother in law, father in law, stepkids. And what we're talking about tonight is what impact could those things have in the relationship? So make sure y'all call in. You know, we do going to get the number put in the thread. Y'all can go to my page list, the flyer, get the number, and call in if you you on Facebook Live or. Better yet, half y'all already know the numbers, so just call in and give us your views on that. So I guess I'm going to go to Matt first. We're going we're gonna to start on the low end. We're going to go with Matt first because Matt, is he's the youngest. So I want to to get his input on what he thinks about, you
1: know, the in-laws factor. Well, um, I am unmarried, so I have a kind of different perspective as far as in-laws because I don't, I don't have those yet. I have potential in-laws. And um, sometimes, like, I, I'm not a very old person. I, was, I just got out of the, the uh, phase of having to be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sweet guy. You know, I'm just, you know, right here, chilling. And now that I'm in college, I really don't have to, you know, worry about that so much. But, you know, I've been very blessed to, you know, secure a lot of avenues for my advancement. So my current girlfriend's parents, I'm pretty sure, are, very, are pretty fond of me. At least they seem that way over Thanksgiving. So, um, and I like them. They're, they're fun. So I really haven't had a terrible experience with in-laws unless we want to talk about like marrying into the family, I guess, because some of them people's is ridiculous and we can, we can get into that. We can get into my cousin, Marcus, Mary and Megan and having Marshall and Mitchell and Mandy is on the way. We can get into that. But, um, than than that, I mean, in-laws, it's going to be an interesting topic. I'm looking forward to gaining some knowledge and, uh, Entering an unexperienced perspective into things. Right,
4: right, right. Uh oh, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to get it all now. Benita, what's your
2: input? Man, I, I thought I had my phone muted. I think you heard me yelling at my family. But anyway, I, uh, <laughs> you know, you, I had already had the phone muted, and then I went to mute it again. And anyway, but I was unmuted. Apologies for my unprofessionalism. So anyway. In laws, I have never had a problem with my in laws, or anybody that I found myself in a significant, exclusive relationship with. Where I was like, "Yeah, this is my man." I've always got along really well with his parents, um, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. You know, I don't know if it's a skill that my mother has very well and she taught me how to, you know, just get along and and manage relationships or um, what it is, you know. Maybe it's the fact that I just know how to be respectful or maybe it's a, the fact that I recognize that they're special in his life. There was one moment that might be, you know, kind of something that's uh, not so easy Um, or something that might have been typical for the negative, because a lot of times you think of in-laws and you think of something negative, but it's always been a positive force in my life. Um, But there was one moment I remember um, uh, when I was still married, and his grandmother called him to mop the floor or something like that and it was real real early in our marriage and I felt like I needed him more and I remember he and I had an argument about that I'm like why are you going over there to mop the floor like all them grown people over there they can't mop the floor and um anyway it's just like but if you knew the history and you understood all the dynamics of his family which I did I really shouldn't have even been fussing with him about that. And then, you know, he explained to me some more, like, "Well, oh, but do you know how my family be needing me? You know, that kind of thing. And then I just backed off. And
5: right. then there was
2: probably another similar moment like that where I was just, you know, a little too in my feelings. But he and I, you know, handled that really well. There was, you know, there might have been one other moment. But out of 20 years of knowing this man, there was only a few moments like that. And when I had time to, um, just pause and breathe, then I always and reflect on those moments. then I always looked at them as nah, they weren't really trying to harm me or hurt me or our children. It was just you know me um me as his wife kind of feeling um left out or something like that, you know that's understandable, it's yeah, understandable. yeah. Yeah, cuz like what what do you think about this? What this might be a little gossipy. But one time, it was for the family reunion, his mother had bought shirts for all of her children. But she didn't buy a shirt for me, his spouse and um our children. And so I, I really felt left out then. And But we had a really nice conversation about it afterwards and a promise to not harm each other in that way anymore. Because I was like, you know, I understand the money. You don't have enough to buy for everybody. But, you know, I, I would have bought for myself and my children. You know, I just want to feel like we're a part of. I don't want them to feel like they're left out. So I think when it comes to in-laws, the hardest thing is when – the previous family, continues to hold on to that their member who has gone off and got married to somebody else. You know what I'm saying, Doug? I got
4: you. I got you. I Trust me, I understand exactly what you're I got saying. too
2: much to say about this topic. You know, all these weeks, y'all have me talking about stuff that I don't see on TV or I don't know about, but, man, ask me about some in-laws. I got about 15 stories now. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: That's what's up. Well,
4: I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta give a little. I gotta give a give a little insight, you know. Um, of course, y'all know I'm probably the oldest one on the line. You know, probably a, a few days
1: older than Benita. <laughs>
4: okay, I believe that was no. No, but for real though, um, you know, in all, you you can consider. Well, in, in in our in our culture, we don't really have to be married to consider somebody out in law. Because you can be with a person for so long, not married or not, and you just decide to take on that family. You grow you adapt to the family and they become your family. So that's basically like your in laws and everything. I mean, I've been married and divorced and relationship. So I mean, you know, I've I've seen I've seen it from every aspect and you know, everybody don't always get along. But you know what? When you when you when you when you
1: when you, when you gain
4: that, that mutual respect it's not about it's not about whether you like each other or loving each other. It's all it has to do with like a mutual respect. If if you got respect if the person if that family got respect for the person that you dating, which is their family member, then they'll know they'll they'll have to deal they have to realize that it's certain boundaries. Even, you know, even my family in my relationships at times, you know, they have to realize that, okay, I'm big bro, I'm your brother, you my sister. But there are still boundaries, you know, because and when you're in a relationship or you're married or whatever you may be, that's where your main focus is. You know, your focus. You love your family, of course, and you're gonna be close with your family. But that relationship becomes your focus. That's your family right there. And then when you're married, that's totally your focus because now the union has become one. So. The in-law factor, it plays a good part sometimes, you know, depending on how well you get along. Sometimes it can be a nuisance because you can have that in-law that just, that just, just is determined to stay in your business, make comments about what should or shouldn't be, always, you know, it's all nitpicking. And so, so it goes two ways, but um, I'm anxious, that I'm anxious for, for everybody that's viewing or listening on the line to to give us some feedback. We waiting on your feedback on this topic. In laws, I've also had the opportunity of, of step, the, the fact of stepchildren. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. I mean, anybody that know me, they know my, my my stepkids. I'm Hayden, Trevin. I mean, I couldn't have asked for two of the greatest, the greatest stepkids,
1: stepchildren. And I don't know why
4: stepkids sounds so bad, but step. They're not my sons, but those are my boys. You know, I I had a hand in raising them, and it's just you know I couldn't have asked for two of the greatest um, stepchildren. So I have I don't have I don't have a issue when it comes to stepkids. So still, those are my boys. That's plain and simple. You know, it's a, it was a package deal. I went for it. I accepted. So I live with it. Think about that.
1: Yeah, I. Mean, Go
2: ahead, Benita. I just wanted to add to the step, the steps, the um, you know, I I look at them instead of uh, steps because you know that negative connotation, treat you like a redhead stepchild, you know that kind of thing. Um, I always look at it more it, with this phrase, blended families. You know, and um, what's called with the Alicia Key, she got a song called Blended Family too. I think that may have something to do with it. I haven't really dissected the song that much, but. Um, I I I um, jokingly or warm heartedly call those folks within the home. I say blended family. Come on, y'all! It's time to work together. We going we gonna do the dishes together. We are gonna you know clean up the yard together. We are gonna make cinnamon rolls together. You know that kind of thing. It's um and it's it's like gaining like a niece. That's the other cool thing about. Um, stepchildren or a blended family is that you don't have to be the mother or the father. Well, I don't know. You might want to be the father, duh. But in my situation, it was like, I didn't have to be a mother. I was kind of like the big sister. So it was really cool. You know? That's cool.
4: Right now on Facebook Live, I just, I just happened to have one of my stepsons. sons. Okay. Let me change my blended family. I mean, He's actually tuning in on Facebook Live. I wish I wish I could have got him to call in. He's actually in Green Bay, Wisconsin, but his name is Hayden. And he's he's he's, he's, um, he's, he's been checking out every Facebook Live show I do. That's how we, we tend to communicate. Either we Skype or he's watching my Facebook Live. He's viewing right now, and his comment was that I did a great job, and I still am. And it feels real good for him to, to see that comment because a lot of times you know, I hear I hear a lot of guys say, "Man, man, I can't stand her kids. Man, I can't stand them. I wish she didn't have no kids." I gladly gladly accept those boys. I mean, it's, it's it's unbelievable. In certain ways, in certain ways, it's hard to believe in that one of them is not mine. You know, I mean, I know he's not mine, but I accept them as if they are. That's just how I've been in their life for, like, 12 years. Um, the youngest boy is so much like me. It's probably ridiculous. But I never overstepped my boundaries. I know that they have a dad. I respect the facts of their dad, and I would never, ever try to overstep those boundaries. But at the same time, they came within a package deal. So I accepted that. I took on the responsibilities of it, and just the fact of him saying that I did a good job my mission is com my mission was complete, you know. He he feel that I as a stepfather, I did a good job.
2: That's what's up. Congrats.
4: We we got some viewers on. I see we got Doda Don on here. He's saying um sometime you gotta love them from a distance. <laughs> of, he says speaking of speaking of and you know what? That point is one hundred percent true. Sometimes you just have out of respect for the person that you with. You just have to, you know, you have to love love that that family from a distance. I see we got a call. We're
1: going to go to the line real quick. Caller, you're live on POET Radio. If you want to tell us who you are
3: and where you're calling from. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing pretty well. Good. I'm glad you unmuted me. I'm feeling on top of the world. I'm, I'm a little irritated right now, but... That's because I've been dealing with incompetence. <laughs> I apologize.
2: Is it the incompetence in your in-laws or your in blended families? Or no, it's outlaws. Like, oh, okay.
3: <laughs> and as you know, everyone is an outlaw. I'm a really—I one of my claims to fame is actually that I'm a really good man. I'm a good man, but I'm a horrible person. <laughs>
2: Okay. Why are you so such a horrible person, but a good man?
3: Well, if you remember that in Greek person comes from the word persona, which means mask. So I never I never try to hide myself from people. I I never shield my personality. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I'm a horrible person.
2: I get it. Sure. That makes sense. So you don't sugarcoat things. You're you're honest. You're open, upfront, and so that makes you a good person. But
3: no, it makes me a good man.
2: Mm-hmm. It makes you a good man, right? Right. But um, you know, makes your personality person. may not right. be as uh, easy for some people. I get it. That makes sense. <laughs> but, but that yes, means that but that, for... that means that your friends are going to be true. You know, you probably end up in circles of they love you or they hate you type of circles, right?
3: Well, hopefully. And I think what it really means is I'm setting myself up for, for conflict with people because a lot of times, you know, unless I'm in the, a circle of friends that have the same mindset, I have to debate and, 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 or, or dialogue about issues before I can even have a meaningful conversation. So it takes a lot of time just to get to a place where I can have a meaningful conversation with somebody. Okay. I
4: have a question. I have a question. I I have to ask this question. Um, you say you're a bad person. I mean, we, we haven't topic um, what our topic is, what we're talking about is um the relationship with in laws like that, as in marriage or relationships, in laws. I mean, I, I I kinda I kinda get where you're coming from, but you, you kinda jump right right off the topic and our topic tonight we're talking about the in-laws, like the mother-in-law, father-in-law, son-in-law, brother-in-law, you know, like those types of things.
3: Okay, so to bring me back on track, I apologize if I took us off track a little bit, but I mean, if I say I'm a horrible person, I guess I can relate that to the in-law situation because my my mother-in-law right now told my ex-wife, well, soon-to-be ex-wife, that, that uh, you know, she should uh, have somebody in her life that ha- always has money. And since that wasn't me, I guess that makes me a horrible person, you know? You, but, know, what, I, I you mean, know
4: what? I follow where you're coming from now. I, I got where you're coming from now. And you know what? That does not make you a horrible person. You, from what you just said, you never hid who you are. You've always been. You let who you are out. That's not a bad thing. You was being real to yourself and to the world. Now, someone not being able to accept that—that's their problem. So you have that mother-in-law that not that I'm not gonna say nine times out of ten, ten out of ten should have really mind her business. And at some point, she's gonna be the she's gonna be the cause of a of a, a really unhappy um, daughter. Uh, you know, because if, if she's telling all, oh, you should be with somebody with money. Money don't bring happiness. Not having it, you know, you you need money to survive in certain areas. But just because a person don't have money, don't mean it can't be happy.
3: Yeah, well, let me tell you a quick story about my mother in law. Okay, when uh, when me and my ex wife were going through a separation, uh, m- my mother in law was was granted by the courts, right? a supervisory position, right, to supervise my visits with my kid, right? And one of the things she did while I was visiting with my daughter the same day was take my daughter and put her in, the, in a, one of the rooms in the back just to try and punish me because she didn't like the way that I was being in any way, shape, or form. So to punish my kid by by isolation, to try to get back at me, I mean that shows me a lot about my my in laws, you know, and and that that just solidifies my reason for wanting to be completely separate from this woman.
4: I, I I can I can I can understand I can understand your point because if you and this woman was together, you would marry, right? We were. And that, that marriage, marriage is a union that be makes two become one. So if she, if, 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 if that marriage was meant anything to her, you know, she kinda, she would have, there would have been some circumstances that had to be worked out or whatever, but if she just allowed mom to step in and make these accusations and make these changes and all this, then you know, I, I really wouldn't mm-hmm. be feeling bad about it because it's probably the best thing that, that, is going the way it is, and except the direction. Because I really, from what she's mm-hmm. saying, I'm really not seeing any any happiness in there in the first
3: place. Because she. Well, I I'm, really I'm, being yeah. right. I'm being very vague. Yeah, I'm being.
1: I'm.
3: I mean, honestly, you're you got a good heart. I think we're taking a a, a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm taking us off track, but I be I'll be saying this that my in laws are de- generally good people. Okay, and mm-hmm. just mo- you know what they did. When I moved up from, from Southern California to Hayward to be near my kids, my in-laws, basically the family of my wife, took me into their home and comforted me so I wouldn't be homeless out here, all because of my daughters, because of my kids. But they were there, too. And so they couldn't disrespect the father of, the, of, their, of their niece or nephew, you know what I mean? And to me, that was honorable, and that's very honorable, you know, for my in-laws to do that kind of thing. So there's there's honor and dishonor. Okay. So you got a little bit of both. Well, we, um,
4: yeah. I can understand where you come from. We appreciate you calling in, and I, I like. To I
3: thought about this about. was poet. Poet Radio. Yes.
4: Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it is Poet Radio.
3: Is this age? Is who? Who who is the poet tonight? Who is the poet host?
4: Well, I'm one of the hosts from Doug Seeds. You have Max Fager
3: and Benita Offset. Okay, I thought it was Sage, but I uh, I'm glad I yeah, meet Sage you, Sage to be on the Monday show, my good sir. Okay. Uh, are Gino, you are you a poet too? Well, I mean, yeah, I do some some rhyming, some words. I do some rhyming, yeah, for sure. I just yeah, know, definitely MC. you want to
2: call in around this time on Monday nights, and then you can read your poems on the air. Oh, no, I don't have poems like that, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I you know, do Whatever your art poetry. is,
2: if you like, you know, spoken word, or if you're a rap artist, or, you know, freestyle, it's all part of the art.
3: Excellent, excellent. But, Jenna, keep it going, you hey, guys. I'm going to mute out real quick so I can
2: keep the vibe along. Okay, thanks for calling. All right, thanks for
4: calling, bro. going into the three-time national award winner, P.O.E.T. Radio, and tonight this is hot topic. Our topic tonight: we're talking about in-laws, in law, sister sister-in-law, brother-in-law, father-in-law, the whole in-laws, and stepchildren. What impact has it had, or could it have, on your relationship? Anybody that have any, any input they want to share, feel free to call in. You can type it in the thread, if you in um, Facebook Live. Me and my co-host, we will get to those comments. Matt, Bonita, what's going on out there?
1: Um, I was actually, um, with your previous comments about, you know, how it doesn't necessarily have to involve marriage with that, that really makes me think of my niece, uh, Sadie Lynn. Um, my brother Austin was dating a girl, Savannah, you know, they got pregnant, tried to, for the whole relationship thing, it didn't really work out, but Sadie lived with me for, you know, a while when Austin was living with me. And so, I, like, I love that baby girl, even though, you know, her, my brother and her, his girlfriend are no longer together. But, um, like, I definitely, I, I kind of understand that. So, like I said at the beginning of the show, I kind of had a little bit of a, oh, I I do have a little bit of experience with that, so. It's it, it nice to be learning shit like that. Okay, okay. That's what's up. I mean, it's, it's a
4: lot of things that go on. and A, a lot of people don't realize that um, the in-laws, actually, actually, how can I put it? This was something that my father used to say. He used to always say, when you marry a woman, you're not only marrying her, you're marrying a family. I never understood it until I got older. When you get involved with somebody, marriage, relationship, however, you 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 tend to be around her family some. You tend to be around your family. Now you bring in two different families together that may not be, the um you know, on the same accord, may not be from the same walk of life. So it's like you intertwine in two different cultures. Well, let me just put it like this. I've been to the point where I've actually, my family, relationship family come together. A lot of things didn't work out in the beginning. But as time start to you know pass, everybody starts to see it from a different angle. You know, you can't be you can't you, know, you can't judge this person by when they, you know, they get mad, this person wrong. No, it's not like that. And you can't always involve your family because when you two make up, now the families are mad at each other or mad at the mate and you two sitting there trying to figure out how to break that down. So the end-law situation can be broken down in so many different ways. It's just crazy.
2: Hello? (laughs) We we, we right here. I'm just, you know, I'm so flabbergasted by everything that's been said, and I'm thinking and I'm reflecting. and, And what I'd like to say, I'd like to respond to a couple things. For instance, when you, I think, I grew up Christian, and um, I remember very well the scriptures of leave and cleave, right? So um, you're reared within a particular family, and then that family teaches you how to have basically is naturally lessons for what you would do once you have your own family. And then when you have your own family, even though you will still be – you know you you will coexist on earth with your previous family it will not be to a point where it 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 collides it's more of a a, a congruent kind of acceptance um a still a love there for everybody involved kind of like what you were saying dub where you know keep in mind that her family will become your family right but also, the what you were saying before is the boundaries. You know, it's got to be really important that those boundaries aren't overcrossed in such a way that it causes your new family to be stifled and have the a, a difficulty for pressing forward and moving on, right? Because right. a new family has to be in a position to build their own empire, right? And in, in existing with the other family, it's like all these little dynasties. Is is the hope and the goal? So I think that's the reason why when I was really young and first married, I was really kind of frustrated that how you going to go over and help this, you know, other family with something as simple as mopping the floor, right? You know, our, our family needs you here. But the older I got, the more experienced, the more wise. I understand how if you can't serve your own family, then, then who can you serve, right? So if he was out there, you know, say, helping, um, mentoring a young child or something like that, I would have been less concerned with that. Why? You know, you, you're upset that he's over there helping his own grandmother. You shouldn't. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? Because service starts at home, right? Yep. So if you can't serve your own grandmother, you can't serve your mother, you know, right. so you have to, even though you're supposed to be leaving and cleaving, you still at the same time got to leave room for, um, accepting that the other thing is that each and every person on earth does not respond to family the same way so like there's different personalities you know you can even break it down to different zodiac signs you know some some people family just means everything to them and then other people family is like well whatever you know it's my family right and uh, and so all of these things play a role in you know, next steps like how you're going to um, deal and cope and relate. But I got you. I got. Uh, we got a Facebook view on um, Facebook Live viewer um, by the name
4: of Daniel Daniel Jonathan Davis. And He said he's a newlywed, and I have to agree with his statement. He said sometimes you have to keep your business your business, especially right. when you marry, because like I just, I just said that. If you if, if if every time you have a, any type of disagreement, you go and spread it to your family, that makes your family look at your mate with a sour eye. Now if they're looking at this the mate like ah oh, you know this person not right this is not. When you start involving your family members into your problems, that problem become a big deal of a problem because now they have a they have a like a sour look at the mate. And majority of the time they're going to they're side with their family. So now when you two make up, it's still a blemish right there of a sour taste in the, up in the family's mouth that sometimes can't be washed away. Sometimes it can. So I agree with you. I agree with you, Daniel. You have to keep your family business to a certain extent family business, meaning within the household.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I agree, and that's one of the things that I say all the time. In order for a couple to stay strong, um, and and I understand this really well because I had a strong relationship and then I lost a strong relationship. So you know who who better to understand it than somebody who's gone completely through it, right? But after twenty years, one thing I have learned is that in order for that relationship to stay strong, is you it has to be. That couple needs to recognize that anything and everybody outside of that couple is outside of the couple, right? So major decisions that are happening need to happen between those two people, and not just major but any in all decisions. you know everything if if you're able to communicate well and work that out between the two of you all and recognize that outside entities, including your mama or his mama, are external forces and make sure the external forces are treated that way, like that's outside, This is just the exact same way as your as your commenter. It's an external force.
1: And I agree with that. So
2: we're going to the, we go going to the line
4: and see what the caller thinks.
1: All right, and we're going to go ahead and bring on California. California, you're live on the line. I think I know who this is. Do you want to tell the people who you are and where you're calling from?
5: This is none other than your family calling in from Southern Cali. This is Titan. What's happening, fam?
2: What's going on, Titan? What's up, little
5: brother? Hey, what's happening? You know, I, I I was listening to this conversation, and I'm like, boy, I don't have no in laws, but I could just speak from the relationship point of view, and the relationship point of view says keep 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 children out of grown folk business. So your relationship <laughs> is that gro- your relationship is that grown folk business, and the children are the third and, and fourth, fifth, and sixth parties they want to be all up in your business. So keep mm-hmm. the keep the children out your grown out the grown folk business and handle what you're supposed to ha- handle. And by all means, if I could give any advice, if anything is going wrong between you and your significant other, keep that between y'all two. Don't post it on social media, don't don't talk to your family members even though you want to bring some sort of solution to the situation. Keep it between the two parties that's involved because at the beginning and the end of the day you dealing with that with that other person. You got to look them in their eye, hear what they gotta say and so forth. And then on the topic of the the stepchildren, I mean like I like I was posting in the thread, you know, it, it all boils down to, you know, sometimes you gotta step in and be the be the male figure or the mother figure in the midst of somebody's half assed parenting. And then you got to f- find a way not to not to hurt your your uh you know your new girlfriend boyfriend wife or husband's feelings when it's time to implement some of your family values into the fold, and you know make sure that that you know the children are being taught to be children while they are the age that they are, as well as being respectful on top of everything else. So I mean it's a lot it's a lot to that math equation, but. You know, like I said, if you keep it between one and one, make two. You you, you should not have a problem, except for between you two people that's involved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
2: that's, that's,
5: that's, I that's, know your analogy
2: about the grown folks' business. That's dope. That's, <laughs> that's,
4: that's true. I agree with everything you just said. Um, before before we go to the next call, though, I got I want to say this. Um, I, I got to put it out there because I don't want I don't want I don't want everybody to get the wrong perception of when I'm saying, oh, they got a dad. You know, when, when I came into the relationship, okay, put it like this. I came into a relationship, and there was there was a dad involved. And I'm not taking anything away from the dad. You know, he did what he had to do. Even when I was in the kid's life and we were living together, the dad was still there. So in certain, certain instances, you still have the dad of the children that's involved in their life that come around. And, I, and you know, I was mad enough to accept that mm-hmm. because those were his. Those were his kids. I was mad enough to accept that. Now, like you just said, though, half ass I, I got to give him his fees. And a lot of times you can't do this because a lot of times it's just what you said, half ass you know, father. But, you know, he did it. He was doing his job. He was taking care of his business. Things just didn't work out between the two of them. So, you know, so there's certain instances where you got to learn to coexist with the other parent of the kids when you've got stepchildren involved. And that's what I did. You know, I had to learn, okay, I have to learn to coexist with, you know, with, with him because these are his kids. They're mm-hmm. in my life, but they belong to him and her. So it, it, it's, it's different instances with the in-laws and stepchildren so. I, we appreciate that, but, you know, we got another caller on the line, and we don't want him to keep dropping off and coming back.
5: Oh, no problem, bro. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. I'm enjoying this conversation, though.
4: Man, love to you, bro, always.
5: Always. Peace
4: out, Titan.
5: Peace.
1: Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. That was our brother, Titan calling in from California. We're going to keep these phone lines moving. We got another caller on the line. Oh, yeah. Caller, if you want to tell us who you are and where you're calling from.
0: Uh yeah, what's going on, uh, yo? Uh, how y'all doing?
2: Hey, how are you?
0: Yeah, what's going on, yo? My name is Nate. I'm calling from Chicago. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, we discussing in-laws, right?
2: Yes, Nate. Do you yeah, have and, any uh, in-laws?
0: Yeah, no, uh, I got this in-laws, right? I'm Twenty in grade, So I I, 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 I got, I got a girl, right? I, 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 I got I, I got this girl pregnant, so, without you know, you know I don't know me, but, um, uh, I I would, I would yeah it was me. so, uh, basically, uh, this girl uh, she she was tweaking right and, and she got her she got her daughter uh, her, her daughter he grabbed a baseball bat and uh. Shit, ugly, man. Shit, other.
2: Who? Yeah. Hold on, somebody grabbed the baseball bat.
0: No, yeah, that, that that's that's her daddy, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my baby. That's baby. Mama daddy. I mean, nah, that's my wife, daddy. I, I can't even lie, man. man. That that's my wife, daddy. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, and basically, like,
2: uh, he wanted to beat you up because you got her pregnant. Oh uh,
0: well, yeah, but like this. There, a whole lot. There, there a whole lot more than that uh, going oh. over there. Yeah, oh. no, there like. Did uh, you gonna People tell us about it? Comment, comments. You know, comments. Uh, you know, whole lot of just like, you know, every time I see it, it's like, you know, it's like verbal, not not even verbal. I don't know. It's like face facial abuse. You know what I'm saying? Like he he look at me like he. Since day one, homie Since day I, one, homie Four damn great Four gray great I, I come there Since day one He look at me like yeah, I'll kill your ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no So, like yeah, 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 He straight up The dude straight up Like Homie No, nah. But, like Oh, no My time Tiana, like she, she, she she my world, but, like, at the same time, you know what I'm saying, like, her daddy, you know, and her, her mama sweet, her, uh, her mama sweet, her mama sweet, Pete Clark, Clark, you know what I'm saying, like, her, her mama fucking sweet. But, oh,
2: her daddy.
0: I hate that shit.
2: Sometimes dealing with the in-laws can be a little dangerous.
0: Uh, yeah, no, but, like, what I'm saying is, it's not in my in-law, you know what I'm saying, like, I want to fucking marry this girl, but, like, her daddy and mama go crazy. No, maybe all
2: you have to do, bruh, is just express to them your real, true intentions, let's,
0: let's, let's, and don't. Listen, be let's, listen, listen, listen. Okay, all I need you to tell me right now is uh, because uh, like you know everybody telling me, Rami, I'm my I'm a homeboy. They tell me, I'm a homeboy. They tell me, my boy, my main boy, he tell me, fucking, you know, you can't marry this girl. Our parents are crazy. You know what I'm how saying? But, like, how old e- are e- you? Are e- you
2: young? No, no, man, fuck him. man, I'm 23. Okay, are you are you ready to settle down and be with her and only her? Are you ready to yeah, be monogamous? No, are you, yeah, still, no, are no. you still, honestly, honestly, are you still I, out there playing the field trying to be with other women?
0: No, 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 no. This, this got me so stressed out. Her, her dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, he fucking okay. he got a baseball, but, you know, he, he didn't do shit with the bat, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? He like, put the he, fear of God, he, God in you, though. Uh, yeah, not not to fear of God, but you know, it's my future. You know, I love this girl. You know what I'm saying? It's my baby. It's Tiana. T- t- Tiana, my world. Tiana, t- you know that? T- Tiana, my sunshine. Tiana, my 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 uh, my, blah, 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 my my pride and joy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, we
4: understand that, bro. What I mean, what's,
0: I mean, we, we talking about in laws. I mean, what's your point with the in laws? Where I mean, where do you stand with? The no, no, no. This listen on me. This is all I gotta hear right now. This is all I gotta hear from from y'all right now is that you know, uh, you know, she's she's bad right now. But I, I gotta know that I, I can make the next step in marriage with this girl without her parents' approval
2: because you know what I'm saying. They don't like me.
0: Don't like me, homie. You know, I want to marry this girl,
2: huh? Well, brother, if you are serious, then just um, let the family know that, and let your actions speak louder than your nah, words. And I nah, don't think nah, you'll nah, have nah. any problems.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I know it's a, uh, it's a uh, when a wife run a marriage. That's a, that's a matriarch. Whatever. Uh I don't know what it's called when when the daddy run a marriage. But uh, that's what it is with the case with my, with my Tiana, You know, her, her daddy run a, went run that shit. You know. Mama, she loves me? She's young, too, isn't
2: she? She's pretty young, uh, too, though. No, no, she's older
0: than me. She's 26.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay.
0: Mm.
2: Interesting. All right, bro. Um, we,
4: we appreciate you calling me. in, bro.
0: All right, bro, you know, take take it easy. I right, but, but the thing is before before you let me go bro, I I need I need to know what I need to do, bro. Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. He he's looking for advice though. Uh,
0: oh, you know no, Oh here. shit, bro. Come on, come you on now. What, what you, here, you think bro? I call yeah, here? You, got, you, got, you him, bro. got two knees, you got
4: two knees, and you got two hands. Drop on them knees and put them hands together, cause. That's the only thing gonna help it. You gotta have faith and believe, and you gotta get, you gotta pray on it, brother. You know, just because your physical body telling you that you want this, don't mean that it's meant for you. So, you know, put it in God's hand. And if the it's right it's right and meant to be, then that's what it'll be. All
2: right. and my and my advice, young brother, will be for you to, if you know for sure that you can be serious and you can honestly love her then I don't see anything wrong with you going ahead with it. But if you ever get to a point where you're not going to be doing her right and you feel that your body or your mind is going to stray and you're going to do her wrong, then you need to let the family know. And since you have created that child, you have impregnated her. You are now a father. You need to start acting like one. So you need to do things that a father would do. If you don't know how to be a father, read some books on being a father. Talk to other fathers. Look at your own father. Figure out what kind of father you want to be. And, you know, you, you're you going to be the captain of that child ship. So you're going to have to figure out where you're going to steer that child. Do you want to steer him into doing God knows what, or do you want to have a nice, focused blueprint for your son? And I think if you come to any father with a focused mindset of what you want for your queen and your child, right, uh, who one day will be his own king of his own family, if you put together a nice focused plan, then I don't think that he, you know, I would expect that that could be a a a a good start at least for an awesome life for you all. Because to me what it sounds like is a father who cares and he don't want his daughter just going off with any old body. Hell no. No. Exactly, right?
0: No, no. Okay, well,
2: more power to you. God 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 be be with you. The universe the creator and all of that. God bless
0: y'all. God bless y'all.
2: Thank you so much. Okay. I love you, brother. Peace out. All 'all. right. I love you
4: got a Facebook live. You, um oh, it's my, it's, it's my, it's my stepson. Hey, my, how did you say the word, Benita? Brother. No, not Bl- stepson, blended but,
2: blended family. Your blended my,
4: family. It's my blended family, son. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's saying that. Um, he say that early. I said that sometimes uh, he might make me mad, but at some point in you in your time of being a guardian or parent. To your child or a stepchild, you are going to feel disappointed sad or mad. yeah, you know some, that's a lot of times um even if you really take the role of that of parent guardian or whatever to a stepchild blended child <laughs> you're gonna make me keep saying that, you know you just may you just may be um times you get disappointed, not that you're disappointed in them, but because you love them so much. That you ex you expect or you want so much better for them, and when it's not the way what you expect, you get disappointed. You know, it's disappointment in life, but that don't that don't mean you love them any less. Because any time that I was ever disappointed, I'm I'm speaking to him directly now because he was making a point to me. So any time that I you thought I was disappointed at you. It wasn't at you. It was at something because I only want the best for you. That's why. I may seem mad, sad, or disappointed, never directly at you, just at a situation, you know, referring to you, because even though you're not my flesh and my blood, son, you're my son. You know, that's why I see you. So I only want the best for you. That's why sometimes it may seem like I'm disappointed.
2: Well, and I and I think dub disappointment means that you truly love this person, yes. right, or yes. this this man, because if you didn't ever get, any type of feelings, then that would be just the opposite. So to your blended family, if your blended family ever gives you any type of feelings, then that, that shows that you have genuine concern for them. Because if you never felt disappointment or sadness or happiness or love or any of those things, hey, you might just have a I don't care feeling about them, right? right? Exactly. So if he's right. walking through the house and he does something crazy and you don't say anything to him about it, then that to me would be a sign of, you're not caring about him. You're not caring about his mother. You're not caring about the family. You see what I'm saying? Because, right. I, I mean, I hear brothers all the time, like, like when, when you go into those meetings and then there'll be, like, so many different people around and it's like one of those black conscious meetings and everybody is, you know, po- black power, I love each other, you know, that kind of thing. It's very difficult to step into one of those meetings and your son be acting the fool and no brothers say anything, right? And the reason is because there's a lot of love going on in that room. There's no way there's going to be another man to step up and say, look, don't talk to your mother like that, or don't this, or don't that. And the reason why that admonish, admonishment comes, am I saying it right, Matt, because you know you way better with the words uh-huh. than me. So if it, the only reason why the child even receives anything like that is because you do care, right? Right. So that's that's how I see it. Any any man that I've ever been exclusive with, even if I wasn't exclusive, he was just a, a good brother friend of mine. He could not come into my atmosphere and not say something to my son. My son got all kinds of uncles, you know. But, you know, people that I had platonic relationships with, you know, we just friends, but they still, even though we just friends, they're not about to let my son just run all over me. In their, in their atmosphere, right? Or they're not going to let my son, like, say if he's just something simple, like he's wearing some pants with no belt on. Like today I sent him off to school. He didn't have on the belt, but he, I dropped him off over his father's house. His father, his uncle, his cousin, they all looked at him, all those men in his atmosphere, like, boy, where's your belt? You know, something as simple as that, right, because they care about him.
1: Right. Well, you yeah.
4: hear that, Hayden? When I when when you feel that I'm disappointed at you, I'm not disappointed at all with you. I'm just disappointed because I love you so much that I only want the best for you. Period.
1: Cuz Matt, Matt gave up on you? <laughs> now, um, I'm right here. I'm I'm learning tonight. You guys, y'all gotta remember. It's like I have not been married. My longest relationship was like seven months. Like I was, I was like. That's the thing. Like, I went through a man slut period. I was a man whore. I never took money for it, so let's do it for fun. Whores do it for money. There's a difference. Um, I was (laughs) a man slut there for a minute. So, like, I I never really got, like, those, like, deep, serious attachments. I mean, my girl now is absolutely changing that because she is, like, angelically amazing. She's going (laughs) to hit (laughs) hit hit me when she sees this live stream. Uh, I'm sorry? I said she
4: got you cooking. I've been watching.
2: Mm. Then, I, I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. I love this girl. She's amazing, but her cooking is like.
2: Uh uh-uh. oh, uh-uh. I'm, 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 uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm saving you right now, Matt. I, I, I look, looked up. He about to go down a, you know, like he about to go down the rabbit hole, right, Dub? Uh-huh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Mm hmm. Mm Just you cook better. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, we'll put it that
1: way. I appreciate
2: the save on that. Like me,
1: freaking stretch that out like a Mighty Ducks movie. Bam, got you, bro. I got you. Dang that.
2: Yeah, but What's see, and that's that's all just a part of love. Y'all could be up in the kitchen teaching each other stuff. You know her her best. Her, you know the thing that she likes to cook the best. Her strength in the kitchen and your strength in the kitchen. Y'all put that together and make a real nice meal. That's what relationships are supposed to be about. Yeah, right and now. But let me
4: hot dogs
2: don't sound bad together. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you though. know what? You could hook up a hot dog, though. Stop playing. You slice that mug down the middle. You fry it up real nice. Put some hot mustard in, some and some relish and some grilled onions on it. Stop playing. Hot you
5: dogs know man? With anything.
2: I I'll fix you a hot dog. You'd be like, man, I'll never eat another hot dog on earth except for Bonita's hot dogs, I can make you a sandwich. You'll be like, oh, you'll look at the sky after you take a bite. <laughs> See, I'm, like,
1: <laughs> super Italian, so, like, cooking is part of our culture. So okay. Like, well, what I like to do is, you know, I, I keep it pretty traditional and everything like that. Like, I cook very traditional Italian meals. But for Valentine's Day, I made shish kebabs. i like... Night after, because she, like, she asked me out first and told me she loved me first, which is amazing. But the night she, the night after she did, because she was like, I want some burgers and stuff. And I was like, cool, I'll make you, like, you know, a fat burger, because, you know, Mm -hmm. I cook and stuff. Mm -hmm. Night after that, that that got changed. That got changed. Like, that got changed to a steak. I'm not (laughs) even lying. Because that girl's just... Amazing. So I'm I'm learning tonight. I'm learning a lot tonight because I'm like I'm sitting here thinking about in laws and everything like that, mm-hmm. and like, hmm, okay. So this is you know this is how I need to progress if I want to be able to keep this amazing girl because you know in laws are definitely part of that. You know I'm learning <laughs> about everything. You know, the fact that it's,
2: you know it's, right? Because it, a lot be times we, of times we 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 meet and chill and hang out around food. Food is a part of the whole social atmosphere within the family, definitely. Yeah.
4: Thanksgiving
2: food, Christmas food.
1: food.
4: Come over to my
2: house food. and visit. Food, yeah. And it's right not now, because that's because we all live in big city. That's the thing with C. Italian
1: families too, because we'd be like, you can go up to an Italian grandma and be like, "Grandma, I'll be failing all my classes." Meh. Grandma, I beat up this guy. He's in a ditch. Meh. Grandma, <laughs> I haven't eaten. You haven't eaten. you
2: <laughs> child. <laughs> 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 Get a pound with that meal. Over right, over. that's just sacrilegious, right? No food, okay? She calling the DCFS, or, or I don't know what they call it, Child Protective Services. Something's wrong. they mistreating you over there. They're not eating.
4: That's what's up, family. Hey, for the viewers that have been watching in, you're tuning into the three-time National Award winning POET Radio. We have been talking about the, top of the topic tonight was in-laws. From the mother-in-law down to the son-in-law, brother-in-law, daughter-in-law, whatever-in-law, what impact could it have? Would it have, or have it had, on your relationship? We've had some interesting calls, and uh, <laughs> 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 had some interesting calls. And you know, hopefully, you know, I'm hoping everything works out for the best. You know, um, it's been, it's meant, it's really, it really meant a lot to me to see um, one of one of the viewers that came in, you know, because that's, like I said, my stepson, Aiden. I love him to death. And just for him to come and sit through this entire um, episode and comment on it, you know, meant a lot to me because you know, it just, it just meant a lot to me because just that, let me know that I wasn't the only one that was inclined into this this partnership. So just as well as he meant mean a lot to me, evidently I mean a lot to him. And so I'm going to give my input, and then I'm going to let you guys give your input before we get out of here because, you know, we, time is winding down. But what I'm saying, what I got to say is my in-laws, in the beginning, I was, really wasn't sure. I didn't know where anything was going because um, an interracial relationship was something new. It was new to me. I never I never had experience, really experienced it like that. It was new to me. So I didn't know what to expect or what to do, you know, because I was too, I was so used to being who I am. So I was like, you know, they're accept like, me when I'm a thug, and I'm a company, so you accept like, me. But, you know, it, it worked out for the best, you know, and I got to say that over throughout everything I've been in the last 12, 12, 13, I can't remember how many years, it seemed like forever. But um, <laughs> it just seemed, it seemed like I've grown closer with, with um, with, with the in-laws, you know, her aunt became my aunt, you know, and I still look at it, I view it, still view it that way. Her dad, with the passing of my dad, her dad filled a void that I had because my dad had passed away. So I started to see him in a different angle. He, I learned a lot just watching him. Her brother, cool as hell, just plain and simple, I mean, Right now, I really can't say anything about anybody in the family to make me say, "Oh man, to hell with them." You know, the boy is wonderful. Can't can't complain about it. So I guess um, I guess what I'm saying is, every now and then you be kind of lucky. and I guess I was one of the lucky ones. <laughs> Benita, what you feel?
2: I absolutely adore the blended families, the relationship I was in, where um, the fella had some children from a previous relationship we had a lot of fun together um but one thing that will always and forever true with me is that my in-laws will forever and always remain family to me and we um like i said at the very beginning of this call we got along really well there was never any problems never anything real real serious like i said the worst Ever was just the the little T-shirt thing, and that was um, something that was handled very easily with no problems. I um, that kind of like Jay Z said, I got ninety nine problems. Well, my in laws was not one of them. You know, I I appreciate very much, and I think that a huge reason why we did not have any problems with the in laws, not on my side or on his was because both of us came into the relationship with the concept of our family and their family. Like there's a, a part of us that connects together, and then there's a part of us that's separate from them. And we um, and not only did we as a couple understand that, but they as in-laws understood that really well, too. As they They understood that as well, too. So I know that there's like all kinds of horrific stories out there, negative things going on and so I just thank God that that's one of the things that I didn't have to deal with. And um but forever and always like his brothers will always be my brothers, his uncles, his cousins, you know, I'll be on Facebook talking about, hey auntie, well that might not even be my blood auntie. It could just be one of my previous significant others aunts, you know, but that's just how it is.
4: Exactly.
2: Matt, what's your what's your
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I'm, I've I've just been learning a lot tonight. Um, I understand. I'm um, you know got to experience a couple of callers and their dismay, um, and the importance of really keeping the entire family, not just your partner, happy. Like, because that family comes with the partner, so that's something that you you know you got to focus on. You got to be aware of. So you know, I learned a lot tonight. I'm glad we as as odd as those callers were they did you know, they, they provided an insight into something and you know, we were able to experience that. So, you know, I had a fun time tonight, I learned a lot and you know, I um I'm always having a good time when I'm hanging out with you two. So it was a fun night. That's what's up. So for
4: all you people that are viewing on Facebook Live, you have been in tune once again to the three time national role with UET Radio. My name is Doug Sees, my co host Matt Spasia. Um, our co-host, our sister in rhyme, Miss Benita Alstead, and on behalf of poet, families, and misconceptions. Until next time,
0: peace and life. blessings. Peace and With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here.
3: We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time. <gasps>